Hello, and welcome back to another edition of the Prophet Roadmap. If you're wondering why Bear's voice sounds so youthful hey, and vigorous, <laughs> it's because Bear's not here. He's next door in another room. We're at SA5, and we are talking with Michelle Myers from Pink Collars. They are a certified advisor with Service Autopilot, and they're, uh, they're an answering service, right? You know, that's an interesting question. <laughs> we get that a lot. And we are a little bit different than an answering service. We believe that an answering service does nothing but stall the interaction between you and your customer. And we really want to speed up that process. I think that our friends over at Amazon Prime kind of hosed us all in the fact that we really want something quickly in this world. So as a Instant customer, it, it totally. So as a customer, you know, when they call and they have a problem with their lawn or landscape or an issue on their home that they need to have serviced, they really do want an answer quickly. And so we really, you know, rise to that occasion. Awesome. So Patrick is also here with us, just so that's clear. I didn't oh, yeah, introduce yeah. him at all, uh, but the, he's here. The he upgraded version media. of Bear. If, <laughs> I, I've been told many, many times. I hope Bear doesn't listen to this one. <laughs> Bear will certainly listen to this, and then he'll walk over to your desk. So Michelle, as someone who, so I worked in service autopilot support for okay. a year and a half. And I would call members back and I would get their answering service. Sure. And it was exactly what you described where it was like, okay, well, I got someone from the company from the company in quotes on, sure. on the phone and they weren't super helpful and they, yeah. you know, couldn't tell me when the person would call me back. Yeah. Uh, and it just kind of meant that I was playing phone tag, even though yeah. the phone was answered. So what kind of get into what sets you guys apart? Well, we agree. We think, you know, answering services are nothing but a stalling tactic. You know, they're just a stopgap measure to get a live human response. But the customer really knows the difference. They can hear the chatter in the background. They know there's 20 people in cubicles. They can understand that it might be outsourced or offshored. And they get frustrated with your business. And have that as an interaction or a face of your company is really can be negative. Um, so we find that having the same consistent person on your phones every day really starts to um, work on those customer relationships that you're so hard, you're so uh, trying so hard in the field to obtain and create and maintain. So we really think that you know an answering service does a disservice to people and to their businesses, especially when they're small and trying to differentiate themselves from their competitors. So does. Is this the difference between an answering service and a virtual assistant? It really is. And I think it's almost like an employee, but not. It's kind of a full-time person that's assigned to your company. They maintain the business tempo of the business. They, they understand all the team players. They understand your culture. And they really work to uh, promote your company in the local you know, stratosphere. You know, we really want local people to feel like they have a local person hired for them. So we're really aware of things like accents, locations, understanding of what people's service area might look like, and we try to hire to that specific person. So am I right in calling Pink Collars a virtual assistant company? You are. You really are. Okay. I mean, we really are a virtual assistant, but we really want people to create a relationship with that person so that they're not interchangeable. And we do have people that say, gosh, I, I want to send my VA a Christmas bonus, or I really want to send her flowers for her birthday. And they call me and say, how can I reach out to this person because they've become so instrumental in my company? Mm. Um, we have some of our 
staff that appear on websites for some of our clients as if they worked right there in their office, which is really fun. And they essentially do. For our listeners, what would you tell them to look for? Like if you were thinking about going with a virtual assistant company like Pink Collars, what would you tell them to look for? I mean, other than just, you know, hire Pink Collars. Yeah, (laughs) other than hire us, I would say look for somebody that is um, very focused in the software platform that you work on. Having the information quickly goes back to how Amazon Prime has changed all of our, you know, immediacy needs. And being able to answer the customer's questions like, have I paid my bill? Or when are you coming? Or when's my next visit? These are critical to the homeowner and they just want to get it off their list and onto the next thing. So having that deep dive into the software is critical critical, I think, for the success of your business because it answers all those questions that get you caught up in the minutia of your day-to-day. Where do you guys focus? Which softwares? You know, we focus on Service Autopilot, obviously. Oh, that's great. <laughs> that's the only one, right? <laughs> no it other is. software. It, is, it isn't. We also work on Jobber and Single Ops and oh, Arborgold. Uh, Wait, what were the other ones? Sorry. You, yeah, you I, didn't, okay. I didn't hear that second Jobber. one. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and then Single Ops and Arborgold. So we have started in the tree lawn and landscape space. And so the green industries are really where we try to focus. So what is your story? How did you end up with pink collars and then like choosing Choosing care I uh, found myself without a job in 2010 and decided to say yes to something that I was not skilled for, not prepared for, not trained for. And it was basically handling the phones for a small tree company. They did the first year in 2010 when I started working with them. They did $110,000 in volume. They're one of our now 50 clients, and they'll do $1.4 million in 2018. So we're really proud that we took them all of those years to those steps to grow their business. That's awesome. Thanks. (laughs) So we can't talk about Jared with Jobber, right? I'm just... I have a question. I know. Journalist, Patrick. I have a question. I know. I want to end this on. I'm just okay. holding it for right now. Um, okay. So walk us through a little bit of what it looks like when someone hires mm-hmm. a virtual assistant company. What is what should that onboarding experience look Process like? Or maybe maybe we can back up a little bit before that. Uh, when should you start? Like who should be looking for a virtual yeah. assistant? When should you start? I think you should start looking for a virtual assistant when you realize that the phones and the emails and the text messages are interrupting the ability for you to run your company remote re- smoothly. Pardon me. Pardon? So pretty close to day one. Yeah, pretty close. And, you know, we often get hired. I know I mentioned this to you, Patrick. We often get hired by wives and girlfriends that just have maxed out their relationship with that owner. And so they have handled everything to a certain point and now they need help, but they may not want somebody in their home or they may not have an office to place somebody in, or they may not have the time to train someone. So anybody that finds themselves in those circumstances is also very good. Hiring somebody remotely also takes a little bit of the um, security Um, away from your business. So instead of somebody coming in and possibly harming your business or stealing money from you or sideswiping things to other competitors, which I've heard happens in this industry, that won't ever happen from us because we're remote and we are distant and we don't have access to that kind of stuff. 
So walk us through. So we've mm-hmm. we've picked out a company. We've we found sure. three callers. Sure. We've read the website. We're yeah. very excited. We want, <laughs> we're ready to start. Ready today. to rumble. Okay. So kind of just tell us what that onboarding process will look like. Sure. We identify where your phone system is being held by, whether it's a cell phone or a voice over IP phone, and we forward that phone number, your business phone number, to a locally selected phone number that we obtain on our end. So you always keep your business line. You don't have to port it to us, send it to us, do anything to change it. So if your trucks are wrapped and your web presence has this particular phone number on it, none of that has to change. So once you forward those phones to us, we do about a week-long onboarding that's on us. So it's just free for our, you know, for our purposes to get to know one another. You settle in with one of our team leads. We have team leads in every time zone and in Canada. So you get with one of those people that's really invested in our process and knows all of the ins and outs of the software. After that first week, we identify your service area, all the services you do, how you like to run your company, what your daily kind of goals are, what your weekly goals are, and how those might be impacted by our services. And once all of that's kind of scrubbed up, then the team leads assigns you to a permanent person that will be on your account. And that person takes care of everything that we've now identified as your scope of work. What kind of things would those be? Incoming phone calls, of course, incoming emails, processing all the leads in Service Autopilot, scheduling to-dos, scheduling appointments, you know, filling and populating your calendar. We have a lot of people that really need help doing takeoffs and measurements. They're not super comfortable with that aspect of the software. So we have the capability to do that and send, you know, proposals right away while people are on the phone. And then if you, yeah, if you work with Mike Callahan and you have automations and you have, you know, to-dos a mile long, we can also process through all of those making outgoing phone calls and outgoing emails. That is a lot. So a ton, pretty much like I said, like an employee, but not. Yeah. And if it's legal and it happens in service autopilot, we'll do it. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. Did you just wink at me? Uh, No, I didn't. No. I was winking at Bear in the other room. Oh, okay. Right, right. Yeah. He's not here, so. (laughs) Are you looking at me to ask my final question? Yeah. Okay, okay. Shoot. Uh, well, you kind of. Patrick's not used to hosting up. guys, no. so he's kind of really like little, trying to be polite little rough, and little scratchy. It's okay, I'll edit it. I'll just cut Patrick out of the episode entirely. Perfect. <laughs> I, I don't know. The question was kind of facetious. Um, yeah. Who is your favorite software to assist with, and why is it Service Autopilot? <laughs> oh, you're terrible. You know, I have found that there's a lot of products in the market. Everybody knows all the products in the market for field service companies, for sure. And if I could just repeat what I said out there on the floor a couple of hours ago to somebody else, you know, there are Hondas and there are Fords and there are Ferraris. And you guys are really, truly building a Ferrari. You give that business owner the ability to really forecast, understand, and prepare for things that are coming down the pike that they don't see. And that sometimes can be daunting for these guys. And so having somebody in the office that can pull those reports or understand those automations or get that back end squared away, that really does help utilize the software in the best way it was meant to be used. That's great. Michelle, thank you so much for taking time out of hanging out at the conference to come into this room that smells really weird. uh, (laughs) Manland. We have not been, we got the hotel staff to come in without. Really? It it is kind of manland. 
sprayed the room and it just won't yeah. go away. Well, my so. son lives in a fraternity, so I'm okay. Oh, I'm yeah, good. So I, yeah, so I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> well, thank you so much for Thanks taking a lot. time to talk to us on the property. I appreciate yeah. it. Thanks a lot, guys. Okay. Good to see you. Good to see you. So, what we talked about today is that you want to hire a virtual assistant once the burden of answering the phone immediately, responding to emails, responding to text messages becomes something that is slowing you down rather than helping you grow your business. So you, that's when you want to tap someone like Michelle at Pink Collars to get you someone who can help you, who knows your business and can help you run it instead of an answering service, which is more just like pushing the work to uh, further down the road, just kind of kicking yep. it down the road. The music in this episode of The Profit Road Mac was Riptide and Summon the Rock by Kevin MacLeod of Incompetech.com. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 license. If you want to check out Kevin's music, it's some good stuff. Incompetech.com.